Yo, what's going on, everybody? Uh, 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 uh. Welcome back to another episode of Speaking of Nothing. Uh, my allergies have been really bad. I'm going to try and not sneeze a bunch. I should be fine. Um, but my just like awful, awful, awful allergies. I, I don't know. I haven't taken allergy medication in a while. Maybe I need to do that. But anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, this is the third time I'm recording this single podcast. Well, the first time, it was supposed to be me and my friend Cameron. Um, he plays guitar in Weathers. They've been on the podcast before. Um, we talked for 90 minutes. 90 minutes. And then... <laughs> All he had to do was just stop it and send me the audio, but somehow he fucked it up, and he deleted the entire 90 minutes. So I have half a conversation. Um, We basically just FaceTimed. I recorded on my end, he recorded on his, and then I was going to mix them together. Um, But Cameron cannot be trusted. So there's a 90-minute podcast that I was really excited to release that is just gone forever. That was on Friday, I think. I think it was on Friday. So then after that, I was like, all right, fine, I'll just record my own podcast, and that'll go out. By the way, Cameron felt awful and, like, Venmoed me money to, to buy myself some some adult beverages because he felt so bad and we'll redo it and it's totally fine everybody makes mistakes he's still my friend we're still buds but um yeah i tried doing a podcast after that this podcast and i rec- i got like maybe 15 minutes into it and then i just paused it and just like laid down <laughs> and then i um tur- let, just turned my computer off for two days and now we're here, Sunday evening, uh, around 5 p.m. It's been pretty cloudy out. I'm hoping that I could actually go for like some sort of mini, mini hike, mini walk, something after I finish this podcast. I've been so cooped up in here. It's been weeks since I've really left this apartment. It's been weeks since I've been around another human. It's been a very weird few weeks. Um, so we'll reschedule the Cameron, uh, episode. Uh, I did tell a story on there that I should share on here. That was super weird, but maybe we'll get back into it with him. If not, I'll leave a note. I'll tell the story at some point. Um, what, what else? What else? What else? Um, oh, I cut my hair today. (laughs) I cut my own hair today. We'll have to uh, discuss that at some point. Um, just really quick, of course, uh, you could still become a supporter of the podcast if you'd like. There's links in my Instagram and my Twitter. Um, there's options to support the podcast with $1 a month or $5 a month. And if you're some sort of crazy person, you could give me $10 a month. Um, the podcast, of course, will continue to be free, but uh, if you'd like to help out um, and support the podcast in that way, again, 
the option is available. So feel free to do so. If not, please just review, rate, tell your friends, spread the word. And uh, that's about all we could really do, I guess, huh? Um, okay, so I did cut my hair. And now I say cut like I like was using scissors and whatever. I just bought a legitimate like buzzer for haircuts. And I just buzzed all my hair off. And it actually turned out all right, at least from what I could see. I could feel little bits hanging. <laughs> like, I probably have some weird little, like, hairs on the back of my neck that I just can't get. So we'll have to figure that out. Maybe I'll have to buy, like, another mirror to, like, reflect and look and figure it out. Otherwise, I don't give a shit. I'm just stuck in this apartment by myself anyway. What the fuck does it matter what my hair looks like? It was just getting too hot. I really did just want to let my hair grow and see how weird and wavy and gross and funky it could get but I lasted five months maybe six I guess I don't know remember the when the last time when was the last time I got a haircut before the uh, good old pandemic so yeah five six months maybe I went without getting a haircut which is pretty insane because my hair grows so fast and it's so thick and ridiculous and stupid uh, but it's just so fucking hot and even though I'm not going outside that much if I do want to go for a walk even at night like I'm just like so sweaty and gross because I've gotten to the point now where I'm, again, just walking in circles around my apartment complex just to, like, move around a little. I almost bought some sort of exercise equipment, and then I decided against it. <laughs> I am going to try and, like, be healthier and exercise and do some sort of physical activities more than just, like, getting stoned and walking in circles around my apartment complex. But I just don't know what to get. And I don't know, you can't like, I would love to have like a treadmill in my apartment. And I feel like I could do that, but I don't know, it just seems like so much trouble. You can't like get like a good one off of like Amazon, I would imagine. Or if you did, like you couldn't get a good one, I'd have to put, I'd have to put it together. I don't, I can't put together a treadmill. I could barely put together this desk chair that I'm sitting on right now. Or the desk that this computer microphone's sitting on. Um, maybe I'll just spend 2500 bucks and buy one of those cool, what are those things called? <laughs> the Peloton bikes? Peloton? Peloton? I don't know. Maybe I'll just drop <laughs> a bunch of money on a bike and I'll use it three times and just end up hanging my clothes on it. I don't know. I need to figure out how to be more active because I'm going to be stuck inside for another six months, guaranteed. Minimum is we got another six months of this crazy nonsense before anything gets any better. And again, all of my work consists of being at home anyway. Everything I do now is in my little studio. So where am I going to go? What am I going to do? I got to figure it out. If you have any recommendations, uh, maybe there's a cheaper... Ex I don't even know if I'd want an exercise bike. Maybe I should just buy like a real bike. That would probably be better, right? Still too hot. But once the weather gets nice, it would probably be cool to have a bicycle. Maybe I'll do that. That, seem that makes more sense. Buy a bicycle. I'd have to put that together too, though, huh? One of my friends could probably help me. 
See, look at that. We just figured that out. I think I'm going to buy a bicycle <laughs> when it's not 116 anymore. Right? What is it right now? Again, it was cloudy earlier. I haven't been outside in a little while. Oh, geez, never mind. 108, partly cloudy. Well, hopefully in two hours it'll be cloudier. I would really like to go for somewhat of a legitimate walk hike today, but we'll see. My freshly shaved head probably help a little bit. I'm sure that wasn't helping having all that hair on my head while I was hiking. So we'll see. Um, all right, let's get into, uh, 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 Regis Philbin. I don't think I talked about him. RIP Regis. Such a bummer. I mean, I know he was retired. No one really saw him in forever. He was 88 years old. I would imagine everyone listening probably knows who Regis Philbin is, right? If you're super young, maybe not, but I just... I, I mean, I grew up on Regis. He was always on. I just remember when I was, you know, a lot younger. Just as a young kid waking up every morning, Regis and Kelly, that was just always on. You know, my mom watched it every morning. So and I, I grew to like it. Uh, he would do like, you know, he would he would go on Conan a lot. And I was and am obsessed with Conan. Although I did hear a really shitty Conan story the other day, which is a bummer. But it's okay, because we're all allowed to have shitty days. But, you know, again, I grew up, he was always on, just in the house. Funny guy, great storyteller. Um, you know, I'm like 13 years old, and this guy, I don't know how old he was at the time. He's late 50s, early 60s. And he was entertaining. I found him funny and entertaining, so that's pretty incredible, I think. Um. But he would go on Conan. He would go on Letterman a lot. There's a really great video. I think I posted it on my Twitter of Regis Philbin was the first guest back on Letterman after 9-11. And it was just this the conversation between the two of them was absolutely incredible and funny and just like relaxing and, you know, just something that was just felt like almost impossible to do at that time. I, have, I didn't watch it at the time. I don't think at least. I didn't watch a lot of Letterman growing up, but they it got shared a bunch when he passed away. So I watched it and it was incredible. Just incredible. But he also he would go on Conan a lot. So so funny. You know, Conan's just so silly. Uh this was back when Andy Richter was on Conan all the time too. So the three of them were just so so funny. There was another clip I watched. I sent it to my mom of Regis singing and Andy's just like sitting on his lap. It was just so, so incredible. So, I mean, I can't sit here <laughs> and give you the history of Regis. I don't know a ton. I definitely know more now after people shared stories and stuff about him once he passed. But just such an interesting dude. Um, I think he holds the record for the longest amount of time on television for like a single person. Just, you know, he's done it all. The dude was a legend. 88 years old. I think apparently he died of a heart attack. I mean, look, 88 years. That seems like such a win. To have that kind of life, to make it 88 years and just have the career 
that that guy had. Who wants to be a millionaire? Everybody's seen Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. That show, I mean, the simplest show. Were times just like so easy? How was that show so popular? Who wants to be a millionaire? There was another clip going around of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire where this guy was on the last question. He had just won half a million. I believe the next question was the million. And it was a pretty rel- you know, relatively simple question. But, you know, you had the option to phone a friend. That was like one of the things you could do. So the guy says, oh, okay, uh, I want to phone a friend. I want to call my dad. So he calls his dad. And his dad's like, you know, Regis explains the whole thing. And Regis goes, okay, this is for a million dollars. Your son's going to read you the question, give you the answers, and you got to tell him which one you think it is. And the son just goes, hey, Dad, I I know the answer. I just wanted to call you and tell you I'm about to win a million dollars, which is like kind of a baller move. The dude was such a fucking dork, (laughs) but such a baller move. And Regis loved it. And I mean, that show was like, that show was legendary. Didn't they make like a movie about it? Was Slumdog Millionaire, was that based around Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I think it was. That was a good movie. Anywho, R.I.P. Regis, you were the coolest. Uh, I really did enjoy the hell out of that guy. If you can, go back, watch some old clips of him on Conan, uh, or on, especially on Letterman. Um, just such a interesting, just interesting dude. Um, what else is going on? Um, my new favorite at-home activity is just standing out in front of the sun. (laughs) That's, I've been taking, like, vitamin D pills just because I've been inside so much, and, you know, that seems to be something that you, you lose when you're not in front of the sun. But, like, I feel myself, like, still craving just the touch of the sun which is so insane, such a weird thing that I'm just like craving the feeling of this giant fireball that's just floating in space. Everything's so weird. (laughs) But yeah, I just go stand outside now and just let the sun just hit me for like 15 minutes or until I'm like sweating. It feels amazing. A few weekends ago, I ate some mushrooms and did it and it was like (laughs) life-changing. I don't think I've talked about any of my mushroom experiences on the podcast. I was lucky enough to, uh, to um, uh, what's the word? Not cons. Why do I want to say consume? Uh, 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 what well, doesn't matter? Words are stupid. Uh, p- procure. That's it. Pio- whoa, whoa. Procure. I was able to get some mushrooms, guys, and I ate some. And then I stood in front of the sun and it felt incredible. I didn't eat like a ton. I haven't gotten crazy. It was more like minor microdosing kind of stuff. But I would just like, you know, have some with my lunch <laughs> and then slowly eat more and more until about eight o'clock and just feel pretty good. Drink some wine, go for a walk. I went for a hike the other day. Um, I was on the phone with my friend Jordan and we were catching up. And I had taken the mushrooms maybe an hour before we started talking, 30 minutes before we started talking. And we were on the phone as I was walking to Papago for like the sunset. 
and I could just feel them kicking in. <laughs> and I just told them, I was like, hey, bud, I ate some mushrooms a while ago, and the sun's about to set, and uh, I got to go. <laughs> and that was amazing, too. A little too warm, unfortunately. It would be so much better if it wasn't so fucking hot outside. But I still got to like kind of hike up Papago a little bit and just listen to some music and have a seat and watch the sunset and enjoy some mushrooms. I've also got another buddy um, who may or may not be growing his own. I don't know how much I'm supposed to say. <laughs> well, there'll be no names, and this is all, you know, allegedly. But, uh, yeah, there might be more mushroom taking in my future. We'll see. <laughs> we shall see. But, yeah, I, I feel like I've done minor amounts of mushrooms like twice maybe three times in the past couple of months and I just keep forgetting to mention them (laughs) but yeah that was a thing Uh, I have notes in here about talking about some of these documentaries I watched a bunch of good documentaries lately but I don't really feel like even getting into them so I might save that for later Um, if you need a great documentary though these are the two that I'll, I'll, I'll talk about at some point um Three Identical Strangers, So Insane, or I'll just give you a quick synopsis and that'll be the end of it. I wrote out all these notes like I was going to break down the documentary, but I don't want to do that. Uh, Three Identical Strangers is absolutely insane. It's about three identical twin brothers who were put up for adoption. Uh, They each ended up living with different families, never knowing they were identical twins. And it turns out the adoption agency was literally run by scientists and these kids were fucking literal literal lab rats um for i don't know 18 years or something crazy and then eventually two of them end up in the same college they find each other the third one sees an article in the newspaper it's fucking crazy but the real story is the fact that there were people in i guess what it was the 70s yeah 70s 80s that were running adoption agencies and just doing experiments, splitting up twins, splitting up triplets, and then having like, you know, their, their, these other doctors go to their house every week and run these tests on them and just say that it was part of the process of the adoption agency and the parents, what are they going to do? They're not going to question them. This guy shows up in like a lab coat, just wants the kids to like do some minor stuff. And then it turned out to be even deeper. Apparently all of these, these, all three of these brothers were adopted to families who already had adopted somebody, another child before them. So really it was more about the study of the parents and the parenting between the two adopted kids and nature versus nurture and so crazy. It's on Hulu. Definitely check it out. And then the other documentary I watched that was really good was called Jane. It was about Jane Goodall, who is one of my new favorite people of all time. She's just an incredible person. I mean, she's one of the greatest human beings I think we've ever witnessed. Just such an incredible one of a kind. I mean, you hear all these stories about how she went to Africa and lived with chimpanzees and like became part of their family. And she really did, but didn't go to school for it, had no prior experience, just knew the right, just was knew the right guy, was looking for somebody who would be willing to do this type of study. And she just went out there. And then eventually, I think maybe a month into it, a few months into it, 
they sent another guy out there from National Geographic to, to, to document everything. So they have film footage from the entire experience, like 30 years, three generations, four, four generations of, of chimps. And, and they filmed the entire process. And, and it's a National Geographic documentary. It's absolutely incredible. It's called Jane. It's also on Hulu. So I definitely recommend checking that one out because, I mean, she just loved animals. There was no, like, and that was kind of what they wanted. They didn't want somebody going out there who had studied animals their whole lives and and would be expecting and looking for certain things. They just found this woman who her entire life just wanted to live amongst these animals. And they, of course, they ended up loving her and she built these incredible relationships with with these chimps. Just such a cool documentary. And again, they shot everything on film, obviously, because it was, you know, so long ago. So the, the, the footage that they have, it just looks incredible. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. She ended up having a son, and the sun is, like, growing up around there. Just so crazy. So, yeah, definitely. It's, it's so funny. I, I leave all these notes, but I'm not going to give you the Judy review of the documentaries. Just go check them out. They were really great. Jane was for sure my my favorite. Um, Uncle Roger apparently is blowing up. <laughs> uh, I got a few of you guys sending me stories. Uh, he got into some trouble, I guess, for the videos. It's so annoying. Everybody gets mad about everything. But some people started complaining about how he was, like, making fun of this woman for the way she made rice. But she was making rice in, like, the worst possible way. And Uncle Roger was pissed, so leave him alone. But I found his Instagram. I found his Twitter. Um, I think he's, like, technically a comedian, YouTuber. He lives in London. Super, super funny dude. I'm definitely going to keep my eye on Uncle Roger. And uh, you should, too, for sure. Uh, What else? What else? What else? Oh, okay. Um, We need to talk about... This doctor that Trump has been talking about. The witch and uh, what is it? Hold on. I um, I did some show prep today. I've got the video here. So this new doctor that Trump's praising. She made a bunch of statements about COVID-19. And apparently... They started finding old videos of her and not even that old, but just like other videos of her. And all she talks about is witches and wizards. So, you know, we're about to listen to her discuss the witches and the wizards. (laughs) And then, I don't know, I think she sprinkles in some COVID-19 talk in between. Let me see. I'm going to pull this video up. How people calling me Dr. Stella. There's a witch of my house doing this. There's a witch. I would have gone to do surgery on witchcraft. I was very impressed with her and other doctors that stood with her, but certainly you could put her up and let her have a voice. There are witches in our neighborhoods, witches at our jobs. You don't like the good men or the good women. You always end up being hooked up with witches and wizards. And witches and wizards are always following you. You don't know that there are witches at your job. The witches in your office are rising. They come after you and they go higher because they are working this witchcraft and they are going higher and they are stealing your position. And you're sitting there going, I love you with the love of the Lord. So while you're busy struggling, they've taken your money and given it to the warlock called Jay-Z. 
your relative comes to live with you. And you're like, well, she's my mom. If my mom is a witch and I start praying, you will die. It's me that will tell you that your mom is a witch. It's not me. It's not me that will open my mouth and tell you that your mother is a witch. Hallelujah. Because sometimes people, little children, big children, which I'm telling you, there are ones that are really little. How a young lady came to our ministry, white lady, she was dating this young white guy. And she said, the, in Louisiana, she said, be, she said the boy fragmented his soul into her so that she could practice witchcraft with him because they, they came from families of witches. This boy will walk around and see people and will do this. And they'll go into a heart attack. Witches come here all the time. I remember one lady came here. She was supposed to be a pastor. I was sitting in the room there when she walked in through the door. Demons walked in with her. And he hit me like, poof. And then the Lord told me it was Jezebel witchcraft. I told her. I said, the spirit of Jezebel witchcraft, that's what you're dealing with. She got very offended. There are people that you slept with people in the past. And they fragmented themselves and put inside of you. Evil deposits came inside of you. Serpentine spirits swimming inside of you. Witchcraft spirits swimming inside of you. Begin to cover the witchcraft, the marine. Begin to cover the serpentine spirit. That way, depositing your body. Get tissue, cough it out. From the witchcraft covers, recover my finances. If the person that is the witch is your relative, what are you going to do? If you marry somebody and he's a witch, what are you going to do? You see, God is not going to tell you to divorce your witch or your wizard. I'm not saying go around feeling like, oh, you witch, you witch. The ones that you think are witches are not. <laughs> Holy shit. God's not going to tell you to divorce your wizard or your witch, guys. So that's fun. Um, you know, that's just the new doctor that Trump is uh, promoting and, 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 and taking, I don't know, a position with. <laughs> I mean, look, somebody that works with Trump is a fucking genius. And they're like, look, let's just throw this crazy witch wizard lady out there for a while. That'll just, I mean, how do you even respond to that? Besides just being like, cool, no one listened to her. She thinks everyone's a wizard. <laughs> I mean, why, how do you even find these people? I mean, is there just somebody scouring the internet for Trump? And he's like, wait a second, guys. I think I got something. Yep, nope, she's an actual doctor somehow. But she also thinks everyone's a witch or a wizard. We should ask her about COVID. We should ask her about whether or not we should wear a mask. I think she like started demanding for like blood samples of Fauci. Oh, boy. Let's Google that really quick. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. New doctor wants Fauci blood. That's not going to come up with anything good, right? Oh. Nope. That's not going to get it. <laughs> Let me keep. I swear she, like, was demanding some stuff. Um, uh, 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 they don't give... Uh, they don't give her name here. Uh, okay, hold on. Which, which, and wizard doctor? Doctor Trump? That's got to get us something, right? Uh, Stella Emanuel, Trump's new COVID-19 doctor, believes in alien DNA 
demon sperm. Oh, here we go. Oh, and then, of course, she's push it, pushing the uh, hydroxychloroquine. So that's why he likes her. It's because she's a fan of the drug he invested in and thinks will cure everybody. Um, all right, let's see here. A Houston doctor who praises hydroxychloroquine says that face masks aren't necessary to stop transmission of the highly contagious uh, coronavirus. Uh, has become a star on the right-wing internet. Of course she has. Tens of millions of views on Facebook. We gotta burn down Facebook, man. Fucking nightmare Facebook is. Uh, Just on Monday alone, tens of millions of views. Donald Trump Jr. declared her a must-watch. God, he fucking sucks. Um... She alleges alien DNA is currently used in medical treatments. Okay, hey, <laughs> I can't be getting on this podcast all the time talking about crazy alien theories and just immediately discredit her. You never know. <laughs> she Maybe she's right. I just immediately flip. I'm like, you know what, guys? She's got some really good points. No, she's fucking insane, but... Why not? Maybe there are DNA, alien DNA being used in medical treatments. Sure. And she's allowed to think that. But she shouldn't be getting tens of millions of views on Facebook because Trump, our president, is talking about her and how she's got some great points. All right. Man, she really just... Okay. Uh... She alleges alien DNA is currently being used in medical treatments and that scientists are cooking up a vaccine to prevent people from being religious. There we go. Back to the real crazy. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, here we go. Even better. And despite appearing in Washington, D.C. to lobby Congress on Monday, she said that the government is run in part by, by humans, but by part reptilians and other aliens. Okay, see... I'm not getting on this podcast and saying, guys, the world's run by reptiles and aliens. I'm not that crazy. Again, she could think about all that stuff. It's terrifying that she's a doctor. But what's really scary is that Trump is like, no, guys, she's got some good points. Look, just skip all the witchcraft and wizardry, demon sperm, and alien DNA talk. And she's great. Oh, boy. So anyway. (laughs) I mean, I had to share that. Look, I know it seemed like I was almost on her side there for a second when she started talking about aliens. But I'm not. I'm back. I'm back now. This chick is crazy. It's insane. That anyone even, I mean, look, is anyone really taking her serious? Or is this just like another crazy distraction? Because it's a great distraction for sure. But they go quick. I don't know. I don't know. She's so, this is just, this is where America is right now. Our president is supporting demon sperm wizard talk. Yep. I don't know. I just I needed to share that with you guys. Um, I think that's it. I think we're done. Um, 
please continue to support our sponsor, Paradise Adult Boutique. You guys know the deal. 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix. Open seven days a week from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Anybody's welcome. They make you feel as comfortable as possible. Um, They're taking all the proper precautions, wearing masks. Make sure you're wearing a mask when you go down there. Uh, Sanitizing, keeping people six feet apart, all that stuff. And then they're also just making you feel comfortable in whatever it is you're into, whatever it is you're looking for. Um, the people that work there are great. They're going to help you out. They're going to make you feel comfortable when you're making uh, choices on on your purchases. Um, you could follow them on Twitter, of course, for giveaways at Paradise Adult AZ. Make sure you give them a follow there. And again, support the people that are supporting the podcast. Paradise Adult Boutique, 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix. Give them a follow. Give them a shot. Have some fun. We're stuck at home anyway, right? Why not experiment a little? Have a little fun with yourself or with someone else or a few people. Just make sure you've all quarantined. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So thank you, Paradise Adult Boutique, of course, for continuing to sponsor the podcast. Um, Of course, you guys know how um, crucial they've been during all of this and how, uh, how much they mean to me and how much it means to me that you guys support them. So please continue to do that i think that's it i don't know what else to talk about uh i'm just checking if there was anything else uh tiktok's going away apparently so that's fun uh we don't really need to get into that oh the other minor thing too doesn't matter (laughs) i think we're good um oh if you need a new podcast to listen to i love that i'm gonna continue to, to to um promote other podcasts on here um but michelle obama has her own podcast now uh the first guest was former president barack obama if you can get if you could if you could just fathom i don't know how she booked that guy but it's an interesting conversation um and uh oh 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 we'll talk about this next week but they unsealed a ton of documents from the Ghislaine Maxwell Epstein stuff. Uh, and I shared a link if you want to find it on my Twitter as well. But we're going to talk about that next week because my brain still hurts a little from out my allergies today. So I'm going to go. But thank you guys for listening. Um, please, again, review. Write a, a, a review. Five stars. One star. Whatever you're into. Tell some friends, you know, share the podcast on, on Facebook, not Facebook, fuck Facebook on Instagram. That's also Facebook. Um, tell your friends, call your friends, write them a letter. Uh, the post office is in trouble, write your friends a letter and tell them about my podcast. Um, okay. Goodbye.
Proud.